1: Cash the ticket is here. Week eight is here in college football. Jim Costa, Mike Valenti, Mikey, how we feeling? Hi.
0: How's everybody? Why are you down? We've been killing this. I know. No, no, that part's good because it's well, then, now. Well, then I need you to get the energy up. Well, maybe if we had an energy drink sponsor. The point is, insert here. What's happened is the joy and the the, the, the excitement of Monday and Tuesday. We're recording now, midday Tuesday, uh, Thursday. Mm-hmm. So what has happened is Nona has gone from stable condition to now critical in the ICU, and the doctor has just come out and told me Nona's only got maybe another day to live. It could be any day it's Thursday before Michigan State plays Michigan and it's not about if we'll lose it's simply about how bad and, and egregious and embarrassing will it be so now I've hit this home stretch where the busiest days of my week are Thursday where whether it's meetings doing this with you the full show etc tomorrow it's going to be the boomer size show it's going to be the NFL pod with you then the,
2: the base, radio yep.
0: and then Saturday you and I have the college game day show so like reality starting to hit that like the meteor is going to hit your team and it's going to be so much worse than i think anyone realizes so no i'm i'm good i'm as good as i can be and we're here supporting nona before she expires it's
1: going to get featured in the night heavy portion of today's card we'll People, get to it
0: let me just let me just tell you what's going to happen if you didn't listen to the tuesday tuesday tailgate the whole deal jim tried to shame me because i didn't want to watch the state game So now what we're doing is we're driving up to East Lansing together. We're going to do the work stuff we got to do for the clients. And we're going to drive home. And we're back. And then we're going to watch the second half if it's within 21 points. But
1: otherwise, I drop you off at home and I'll see you when I see you. No,
0: no. no. What we discussed is we're going to do, (laughs) we're going to bet every game that starts at 10 p.m. Terrible idea. And put them in a parlay. (laughs) And we're probably going to have a Chinese food buffet. And it's just going to be a sad scene. And that's how we're going to celebrate Nona's passing. So that's
1: I do not share the grim thoughts that you do. <laughs> I will get to it. You,
0: you, yesterday you should have seen the look. My co-host here in Detroit, named Rico Beard, and I had asked him at one point, because he's like, what like, what is it with you in this game and feeling like it's going to be so bad? And I said, listen, what, what was your grandmother's name? And he's like, well, uh, one of my grandmothers died giving birth to my mom. And I go, all right, tough break. Yeah. And then he goes, the other grandmother died when I was young, but we only knew her as Big Mama. And I said, <laughs> well, Rico, I said, can you imagine buying a ticket to watch Big Mama get beaten to death with a hubcap by three bums? And he just looked at me and he's like,
2: what, what is wrong, wrong with yes, you?
0: exactly. <laughs> I said, yeah, now imagine Big Mama's cranium getting smashed by a hubcap. That's Michigan, Michigan State, Saturday night. (laughs) It's that kind of week, people. Shout out any fan who heads into a rivalry game knowing the forecast is Mr. T, nude, just saying pain. It's gonna be awful. In more
1: uplifting news. (laughs) <laughs> we both went three units up last week. And on the season, we are crushing it. You are 36 and 20. Wow. I'll
0: now. say that again. Wow. And I am 43 and 30. Still pretty damn good, no, too. it's very good. But, Tim, here's my one thing. This week kind of makes me nervous. Because? I, it's, it, it's not that I don't like games. It's that I don't love games. So I have this collection of games and and i i'm gonna be an impressionable youth on this pod mm. i'm going to be you could steer me into betting games or steer me out of games easily and that's what worries me chauffeuring you if you will yeah that's the theme of the week it's driving <laughs> miss daisy we're headed to the piggly wiggly will you sit in the back seat of the car for the year oh, of the commute? Jim. Jim. <laughs> If the first five minutes of the state game <laughs> goes bad on the radio, I'll be in the fucking trunk.
1: <laughs> Get pulled over. Mike's just bowing. Jim, open up the, in the latch. Open <laughs> the latch. He wanted to, believe it or not, officer, he preferred this.
0: This was his choice. All you're going to hear is the muffled cries <laughs> from the trunk going, Jim, where are we? We're in Howell. Passing Brighton on your yeah. left. <laughs> ah.
1: <laughs> Let's go to the board. It's Let's... brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel Sportsbook, make every moment more. All lines from FanDuel on Thursday. And we are going to start not with a Thursday or a Friday play like we've done. There yeah, just no. isn't one, and I don't want to force this it. This is a primo game. Delivery of the week. Delivery of the week.
0: It's brought to you by Hungry Howie's Flavored Crust Pizza, the official pizza of Cash the Ticket. Top 10 matchup in the Big Ten Ohio, number three, Ohio State laying four and a half as they host number seven, Penn State. Big noon on Fox, which I think is big bullshit. This should be a night game or a 3.30 kick. I digress. This screams 24-20 one way or the other. When I started to do the cap on this, and we look at this, you take Ohio State, 94th running the football, only about 3.6, 3.7 yards a carry. You go to the offensive side for Penn State, just no explosiveness. They don't throw it down the field. They Allen and Singleton, who are stud, one-two combo at running back, no explosives in the ground game. Mm -hmm. They just kind of bleed you to death. They lean on you. Going to throw a little six-yard pass, going to get a little four-yard run. We're going to get a three-yard run and a five-yard run, a seven-yard pass. Look, my initial thought in this was, okay, we all of us have doubts about Ohio State, and I'm, I'm starting to wonder that, You know, maybe Boogeyman doesn't exist here. Maybe they don't have this other gear. Yet, the market is paying them big respect. Mm -hmm. For instance, Ohio State is still only catching three and a half in the future line against Michigan, where right now that looks like a complete mismatch. Penn State might have the best defense in America. I've been saying that since August. I, I, I think I've at least been mostly validated there. Their corners, OSU receivers, I'm not telling you anybody can shut Marvin Harrison down, but they've got a pair of them. And Jim, Manny Diaz is going to heat them up. McCord is not going to have a ton of time. That offensive line for OSU is a problem. So I guess what I'm, what I'm saying is everything guided me two ways here, either or both Penn State getting the four and a half or the under.
1: But everybody's betting the under. Like, to the tune of, like, 98% of the money is on the under. That is. Because everybody sees what you see. Two teams that could get bogged down in a close matchup, which is why the better play. Don't you say the over. No. Oh, thank God. Penn State in the points. Okay. But I feel like I'm going rogue a little bit because games in Columbus, James Franklin 0-9 against top 10 teams on the road. OSU is the right side if you believe the SP+. OSU is the right side if you like betting against the public. Penn State hasn't won in Columbus since 2011. Like, everything points to Ohio State, but I want to go rogue and bet Penn State because of the football reasons. Penn State can get home, pressuring quarterbacks on 50.5% of dropbacks.
0: And if Ohio State can't run it, which they're not at 3.7 a Mm -hmm. carry, and I get you in a passing down, which allows Manny Diaz to bring the pressure looks, to put McCord under duress, And then I factor in that when I blitz, when I pressure, my corners are good enough to cover, but they're also going to know the ball's coming out quick. Mm -hmm. It's a recipe for a lower-scoring game. And if you like the under, you generally like the underdog. So, yes, and look, I understand, you know, if you bet this game preseason, you were catching 9.5 or 10. 10 even, yeah. But early in the week, there was a 5 and a a 5.5 out there. 4.5 is still a powerful number to me. So if you're asking me, I got to pick between these two, I'll take Penn State getting the four and a half. Yeah. I just think it's going to be a close game.
1: You mentioned their, their corners, their secondary, some of the numbers, and some of this is tough because they haven't played a great schedule either. But Penn State's the number one pass efficiency defense in America. The gap from one to two is the same as the gap from two to 25 What in pass efficiency defense. Oh, my God. So, again, some of that's their corner. Some of that's they get home. And they're the number one sack team in the Big Ten last year and this year, and it's Manny Diaz that you give wow. the credit to.
0: Yeah. Great stat by you. So I
1: feel like it's Penn State with the four and a half. Because, again, James Franklin might fuck this up at the end. It's, oh, yeah, it's in his DNA. It's, it's, I mean, almost he's human mortal, heartburn.
0: Almost a mortal lie. Yeah,
1: but then you have the four and a half, and you feel good at the end of the day.
0: Like, for me, the the, the only – if you want to go the Buckeye side of things, McCord has gone on the road against a ranked team in big spots. You know, who's Drew Aller had to face? What has been asked of him? And this whole idea, I'm not, I'm not the guy asking Franklin at the presser, hey, you think you ought to just throw it deep? Did you, that exchange for people who didn't see it? I understood. Theater, what, cinema. I understood what the guy was trying he to get He just phrased at. it terribly. It was horrible.
1: He's like, "Eh, it's like Madden, right? You just go in and throw the fly route. But my coach is like, we never just tell our guy to throw it deep with no
0: no reading of the coverage. But my point would be, you know, we're what, six, seven weeks into the season. Aller has, uh, do they have a completion of over 40 yards in the air? So they are dead last in 40-yard plays in college football.
1: And if you just want to like, okay, 40-yard plays are fluky. 20-plus is like the rule for explosives. They're 129th.
0: So- I'm going to lean on the defense. Look, I don't – this is not going to be some huge play. This is going to be a standard bet. Just because it's a big game doesn't mean it's a great betting game. But I like four and a half. I'm going to take Penn State. I still lean under, but what's our rule? Hey, sometimes the public does win. Mm-hmm. Jim, here's my question. Can you build a case to the over?
1: Ohio State's – I'm going to attempt to do it. Ohio State's receivers are elite. The best of the best in college football, even great college corners, aren't going to contain them for four quarters. McCord will pop a couple big plays. Yeah. Aller has the ability to do the same. So there, I read a piece in The Athletic. They were talking about personnel. Coaches don't think Ohio State's secondary is nearly as good as it's been. So maybe this is a
0: spot for Aller to hit a couple chunk plays through the air. He's due. That'd be the case for the over, right? Well, and Penn State doesn't give up sacks. That left, that left tackle there is going to go top five. Yep. I, I don't want to butcher his name. What, what's his last name?
1: Uh, it an F. Fu Fumatimi? Sure. Uh, but, but it's it's not just him. It's the whole line. 200 yards a game, and they don't give up sacks. I mean, they are a unit up front, which is why I feel like you can go on the road, hit the quarterback, protect your quarterback, run the ball. And I do think they have the
0: better quarterback in this game. I do think Aller's better than McCord. Olumouia Fashanu? Fashano. Whatever. Guy going top five in NFL is what I would put mm-hmm. on the back of his jersey. He's fantastic. So continue. I'm going to take Penn State. I'm going to take points. We both are on the Nittany Lions. Okay.
1: Next game. I need your help with because you're very confident in this
0: one. Yeah. Let's. Okay. T- timeout. I'm not. It's not. <laughs> How about this? Isn't, you're more confident than I am. It's number six, Oklahoma. Yeah. They're
1: off a bye at home. Yeah. Minus 19 and a half against Central Florida.
0: Yeah. Look, I I like the spot for Central Florida for a reason. They've played the last three weeks. They have not had their starting quarterback, John Reese Plumley, and he is the engine to the offense. You know, former Ole Miss transfer, run first quarterback, team captain. You're just you're not going to be the same team without him. Correct. Now. Oklahoma, clearly, I am not in any way, shape, or form telling you they're in danger of losing this game, nor is this slander that they're not a good football team. They are. But I will continue to go to this. I was on Cincinnati the week they played, and you go, well, why the hell would you bet that garbage? Oklahoma's defense is allowing people to move the football up and down the field, and they do a real nice job in the red zone. Noted and taking the ball away yeah no doubt they're living on the turnovers and hey when you were open the game with a brain dead pick mm-hmm. you had the tipped interception because the receiver was brain dead but you took advantage of turnovers it's what you do well with UCF that Gus Malzahn that ground scheme he said this week after practice that 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 John Reese Plumley is quote close to hundred percent he's gonna play then that is my expect now listen if John Reese Plumley is out, you can't bet this game. You can't bet this game, okay? But here's a theory for me. I'm big on, and it's it's a horse racing principle. You never want to ask, a, you don't want to bet a horse the day he's being asked or she's being asked to do something they've never done before, whether that's the surface, whether that's the distance, whether it's facing winners for the first time. College football is very similar in this regard to me. You do not want to bet a team going on the road for the first time. You don't want to bet a team facing a mobile QB for the first time. You don't want to bet. So, like, there are these things. Yeah. Oklahoma has not seen a mobile QB. Well, they, Emory Jones. He is not mobile. guy runs it, like, 15 times a game. For four yards. I'm talking about a true. John Reese Plumlee could take the ball 65 yards for a touchdown. He's a better quarterback than, than um, Emory Jones, but Emory Jones is a mobile QB. Okay. Uh, my point is, if you want to say this is the most dynamic this, okay. mobile quarterback they face, a dynamic QB. Okay. Although, I, I, look, bottom line is I put Emory Jones on par with, with Quinn Ewers as far as scrambling <laughs> and grabbing an eight-yard carry. John Reese Plumley's a guy where you're going to—he's an intricate part of the run game. Here's the power stat I found, and this is courtesy Action Network. Gus Malzahn, twelve and four against the number—that's seventy-five percent, people. With 10 or more days to prepare for somebody, and they not only covered it covered by an average of nine and a half points a game, I just think it's a UCF spot. You're getting a juicy number here. To me, this should probably be 16 and a half. You're getting 19 and a half. If you want to go alt line in some of your parlays or a teaser, I mean a power numbers like UCF getting 24 and a half, 25. I just, I like UCF here. And again, Oklahoma can win this game comfortably, win 38-21. And we're, 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 we're still good. I know Oklahoma's a personal issue to you, so I don't, I'm don't well, i not going to beat it, you up on this.
1: I like both these teams. Like, truth be told, the way they play. Like, I've been in on Oklahoma since the start of the year. I don't think this is like a spot. We talk spots. Mm-hmm. Coming home off a bye. I don't think this is a spot where they're vulnerable. That's not a shot at Central Florida. Because no. like you said, Gus Malzahn, I love that spread run third in the country in rushing. And you throw Plumlee, and they're going to move the ball. And you get your engine back, and I just feel like they could hang in here. But my concern is the other side of the ball. Central Florida has one of the worst run defenses in America. Yeah, not optimal. And Oklahoma struggled to run the ball early, looked like they found something against Texas. Their O-line was mauling people, this
0: Walker kid, this battering ram at running back. That's where you won that game, too. There was the turnovers, Mm -hmm. and then, honestly, OU's offensive line was so much better than what I gave them credit for.
1: So if Oklahoma runs the ball and runs it well, that's 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 put away. Those are put away drives. Those are drives that, okay, that so allow you to cover spreads. So let me, let me give you the alternative. That's my only hesitation. If, if Oklahoma was vulnerable, if there was a matchup I thought they were weak against, but I if, don't see that.
0: If both teams are running the football, what does that lead you to? The under. Which leads you to? The dog. What is You're the total? T- 60, it's it's mid oh, to upper 60s. Boy, howdy. Hold, please, buddy. Let me find that 40. Because maybe that's the way to play this game. The total is, oh, my dear baby Jesus. What is it? You're not going to like what I have to say to you. This is the friendship total of the week. We have to go under 66 and a half. 34% of the bets make 72% of the money to the under. Do we dare? Mm.
1: I don't like it, but that's probably because it's the right side because no one's going to want to bet the under in this game because if Plumlee's back, and Dylan Gabriel's a playmaker and these two quarterbacks score a bajillion points, but we bet the under, we bet run game, running clock, new college football, we you bet under. See,
0: and I want to see, you know, if you're getting 19 and a half, 42 to 27 No, that pops it at 72 i don't
1: know don't make it the friendship total okay there's a better total later in the day in the hashtag night heavy portion right, but of but i am Bond. betting ucf i'm gonna take the 19 okay. and a half i just it's not a it's not an obvious
0: one for me so i'm gonna stay away oh yeah i'm not pressuring you on this okay. i'm not i'm not making this is no this. bully corner but no 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 because oklahoma is a personal thing to you and i don't want to hurt your feelings
1: Arkansas, Mississippi State. This is here not because we're betting this game, I don't think. I
0: wanted to, but I I, I needed your help. Okay, so guys, when we talk about a lot of this stuff, for the season vets, you know what I'm getting at. Like you hit a – if you view teams like stocks, the idea of buying low, you want to buy the dip. Mm -hmm. You know, have you hit rock bottom yet? Have they? Arkansas Arkansas. has lost five in a row. I want to repeat that. Arkansas (laughs) has lost five in a row. They're at home. This is arguably one of the last winnable games they got. Everybody wants to fire Sam Pittman right now. Rocket Sanders is out. their star running back. But here's the interesting part. When you go under the hood of Arkansas' season and you start bringing up their schedule and you start looking at the anatomy of, like, well, who have they lost to and how, it actually paints an interesting picture here to bet on Arkansas. Look, if I, te- if I give you their last five games, it started way back September 16th. They lose to BYU 38-31. They go at LSU. They lose 34-31. They go to AM, and m They lose by 12. They go to the Grove, lose 27-20 to Ole Miss, go to Tuscaloosa, lose 24-21. Close losses. They're in these games. Now, the other side of it as well, I mean, they were a 17-and-a-half point dog against LSU easy cover uh they they did not cover against AM, but they cover easily against Ole Miss and as a 20 point dog cover easily against Bama mm-hmm. so then you factor all right well Miss State well you can look up on the ornaments of shame we've <laughs> we've got the Mississippi State Bulldog taking a dump which is one of your picks Mississippi State stinks correct they can't stop anybody I, I just wonder you got a three and three Miss State team coming in and they're catching six and a half from 2-5 and five Arkansas, mm-hmm. is this the bottom of the market where the number probably ought to be closer to 10? But because of what's been going on, you're getting a little discount.
1: They're losing all the one-score games and close games. I don't like laying points for a team that can't close games out. I only put it on here no, as no, a discussion I, I like point. the note because I do think you want to bet teams at or near rock bottom. Now, have they reached rock bottom? There's a case. They haven't. But... Mike, if it's not this week, is there going to be a chance to bet them again before the season's over? This is the remaining schedule. After this game, they will then have two weeks to prepare to go to the Swamp. Could we get a nice juicy number there? If not, they get Auburn at home, FIU they'll be favored, and then home against Missouri to end the season. I do think there's going to be a chance in the next four or five games to bet Arkansas. I don't like laying points with a team that's shown an inability to win close games, yeah, I'm not I don't want to lay I'm the point. I'm not points. mad
0: about it. Believe me, like I said, I pride I pride myself in the fact that we as a podcast cover a shit ton of games, and sometimes we talk our way into stuff, talk our way out of stuff, but we're 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 given copious amounts of plays. Um, like
1: if Sam Pittman backed into a corner into November and we're getting ten and a half somewhere or yeah. seven and a half somewhere, we can go. You know what? This team All is. Right. That's what I'd prefer uh, rather than uh, lay in five or six points. I'll lay off it. I'll lay off. The next matchup is the noon kick on CBS, not by land, sea, or air. The service academies have let us down this season and our country, by the way. Oh, well, it's kinda, going we, political. We got to, <laughs> We got to be able to bet these guys with some degree of certainty. And they've let us down at every turn. It was Force it was Navy numbers. in week zero. It was Air Force a week ago. And it was an army against somebody along the way. I mean, we have, I don't know if we've hit on any of the service academies this season. Now the spread in this game is Air Force minus 10 and a half against Navy. Air Force quarterback is injured.
0: Laurier. Yeah. Out his knee late in the game. Nate- they brought in Jensen Jones or whatever his name is. And he promptly fumbled to fuck our cover. Thanks. Appreciate you asking. Me. Is Navy nicked up too? Navy uh, lost the starter, then La- Lavatai or whatever his name. He's dinged up and hurt. They played a true freshman. Uh, and look, they played Charlotte, and the game finished 14-0. Understand, there's one autoplay, which I'm not going to demand that you do, but I, there's one auto play when service academies meet. Mm-hmm. You play the under. Playing the under when service academies meet, it hits at like 75%. Yes, it was 41
1: and a half. It is as of today 34 and a half. It's, it's a full touchdown less than what I'd
0: want it to be. T- it's a backup quarterback and a third string quarterback. It's two teams that run the ball and it's going to be a highly condensed game. Mm-hmm. Look, the two sides in this game and I am leaning towards not playing either. It's under 34 and a half and it's Navy plus 10 and a half. You don't lay double digits with a service academy in a service academy game. This game last year, I believe, finished 13-10. 13-10. 13-10. The answer might be to bet the under then.
1: Then I don't have to bet on Navy or Air Force. I can bet on both of the offenses to be incompetent. You just
0: bet on a seven-possession game, four (laughs) 10-minute drives. Yeah clock
1: keeps moving in college football i think
0: you have to bet the under but I'll do the, it the 34 and a half is difficult i mean jim 20 to 17 beats you are you really you want to sign up for that if air force was healthy
1: i think i'd take them minus the points i really would
0: well here's the other but thing. they're not everything i keep reading jones has a big arm but they don't want to throw it no they run it they run it some more they run it again you know what navy's weakness is defensively Their secondary is a toilet bowl. Well, if you don't throw it, they know how to make a game ugly. But if you like the under, you like Navy. Here's my question: Is there a scenario where Air Force just wins a twenty to seven game?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Okay,
0: then then you stay away from Navy and you bet the total. You you go under thirty four and a half. Yes, this is what we're doing. Hey, I
1: bet some grimy totals, including last week. I'm not opposed to doing this. And you explained this. why the numbers gone down a full touchdown. It's injury as a quarterback. So if if you can explain the live movement, it's it's a little easier to justify making the play on it. What you don't want to do is like, why is this moving? I don't get it.
0: Don't <laughs> I don't get <laughs> then it. then don't bet it. This sucks. All right, go ahead. Okay, I'm just gonna tell you right now. I don't know that I've ever been more confused about a card. Jim, while you were talking, I added and subtracted plays from my card. I I am I am the car dealership balloon man blowing in the sky right now. I don't want to play this under 34 and a half. Then don't do it. No, I'm going to because damn it, it's a service academy under, and you have to do it. Oh We haven't even made it
1: to the 3:30 window. so let's move there and we begin with the third Saturday in October, Alabama, Tennessee, iconic rivalry, number 11, Bama minus eight and a half against number 17, Tennessee. Here's my thought. One score game, Tennessee brings it with a run game and a defense. The Vols ran for 230 yards last week against an A&M defense that we respected. I feel like they're the side with the points here on the road at Alabama. They can dial up the pressure. Bama, the O-line's been a sieve all season. Milrow has lived on some big plays. I don't feel like that's sustainable week in and week out. Close game, SP plus says
0: one possession. I take eight and a half, I take Tennessee. Kills me I don't have a play on this game. I wanted to play Alabama earlier in the week, and the more I dug into this, the more I walked away where I couldn't make a strong case either way. And Look, the number also has just hung out there at eight and a half, nine. Tennessee, what they were able to do, you nailed it. They ran the ball against A&M. That's, that's impressive.
1: They know who they are now. They're not the same team no. as last year where they're going to air it out and Tillman and They People think that this is a high-flying
0: offense and no. stuff, they're telling you they don't watch college football without telling you. This for, isn't going to be last year where the two teams played a shootout. But for Bama, I start to go, have they figured out who they are? And Milrow, you know what I was in, in nerding out on this game a little bit? You know Milro's one of the ten best quarterbacks in America under pressure? Makes no goddamn sense. Not when we've watched him. Uh, well, that was early in the year. But but my point is <laughs> I know he to his credit, he is settling in. I just have a hard time betting against Bama in Tuscaloosa. It's a big game. It's going to be a wild atmosphere. Yep. Last week had to take some starch out of Tennessee because AM is physical. Okay. I'm not against your play. I also don't endorse it. The, I, when I tell you. I couldn't bring myself to betting this matchup. It is the definition of just because it's an awesome game to watch doesn't mean it's an awesome game to bet. Jim, I really have no opinion, and I don't want to sway you one way or the other. I don't. I'm being a bad friendy if I talk you out of a play that could be a winner here, pal. And I also don't feel strong enough to go. You're doing the wrong thing. No, no, I'm, I'm
1: not gonna be talked out of it. I like Tennessee in points because yeah. I do think it's a lower scoring one possession get, game. You're getting
0: a big number. Here. I know. Why is that number eight and a half or nine? Though? Well, was well, nine and a half. It's down to eight and a half. I that's think. the pause button for me, though. Look, Tennessee to me is fade material. I don't think Tennessee is very good. Joe Milton, when he's pressured, is completing 28 percent of his passes. He completed one ball of over 15 yards last week. He stinks. And he doesn't run. I didn't bring him up. He's not part no, of the cap. No, I know. I'm saying I don't buy this football team. So is that the number? How Is Alabama on a quality level? If we go, all right, A&M is simply not who we thought they were going to be. They have three losses. Okay. And Tennessee really didn't deserve to win the game last week. Sure. A punt return for a touchdown from 38 yards out. You heard me right. Mm-hmm. Then maybe Alabama is the superior well, side. Well, hold on.
1: Because we've done a, a nice job... Detailing Alabama's step back this season, and against A and M, they only won by six. Against Arkansas, they only won by three. Mike, it's not like Alabama's punishing people this season. No.
0: No, I know. All right, look, you're gonna bet the balls. I'm gonna the bet Vols. the balls. I Let's gotta, I gotta stay away from it. And people, you can't break my stones. You know, I have opinions on a lot of stuff. I am just man enough to tell you when I don't. I talked myself in a circle on this game. And I'm not going to let my bias and my anger towards Tennessee guide me into hate betting them. Tuesday was emotional. I said I would. I can't do that. Not here. Oh, I'll get my money. I'm going to squeeze Josh Heupel's cheeks. (laughs) Those rosy little cheeks of his. I'm going to come get my money, you motherfucker. Move along.
1: 330 ABC, number nine, Oregon, minus minus. 18 and a half against Washington state. Have you seen the uniforms that Oregon is going to break out for this game?
0: Once you showed them to me, I was convinced I can't lose.
1: They are wearing the 1994 Rose bowl team jerseys. And I had never seen these helmets before. They're
0: Beautiful. The
1: U and the O on the yellow and the Kelly green,
0: mm-hmm. the rich Brooks era. Shout out Achilles Smith. They're rocking those this week. Danny O'Neal at quarterback. And Mike? Who'd they play in that 94 Rose Bowl? I don't Let me know. help you, Penn State, they got murdered. Okay, Carry on. <laughs> and Mike, this is a spot for Oregon.
1: They played a hell of a game last week against Washington.
0: And you're playing a free falling wazoo team who's now got to go on the road, two outs, and Jake Dickert's defense is in complete free fall, got annihilated against Arizona in a wild 44-6 like yeah. loss. I told you I don't like Cameron Ward. I sure as hell don't like him off the Palouse, on the road. Oregon's going to need style points. They need to be perfect, get back to the Pac-12 title game, and avenge, you would assume, they'd play Washington. Mm-hmm. I think it's a spot. I, I love this. I bet this on Sunday, and I'll still allow you, whatever line is today, I would bet it today again. I, I This was a game immediately I looked at and I went, that's a revenge play. And so, that is going to be Oregon, lay the 18 and a half.
1: Yeah, I mean, for people, I don't know where this is going to be by the time you listen. Anything under three touchdowns, you feel pretty good, right? Whether it's 18, 19, 20, 20 yeah, and a half. Probably,
0: I'd probably pull the plug at 20. Okay. Just because of hashtag college kicker. Two-point
1: conversions, kickers. Analytics. Stuff like that. Okay. Shout out
0: analytics. But at 18 My and a half. Dan Lanning. I'm going for two for no reason. I want to be up 8 nothing.
1: Did you hear Herbie's explanation in the game? He was like, this is him sending a message to his team. We're going to go for it. We're going to be aggressive. We talked on, <sighs> what was it, Monday or Tuesday. I liked late game. I didn't like going into the half. I didn't think there was any reason to,
0: it was an to, awful to not
1: pocket three points and go in
0: with the ball. You and I disagree on a lot, but in the first half of these fucking games, will you just take the points, please? You agree with me on this. I want to create merch for our pod, and yeah. one of them is going to be take the points, coach.
1: Cash, C-A-S-H, for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed.
3: eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like,
2: Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's Lifetime Membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash rs10 today. But, One
1: time. But I will say, Lanning didn't lose that team. They know what they have to do. Yeah. They have a mission this week coming home. Autzen, Azu, the uniforms, and Washington State might just be dead.
0: And defensive, I, look, they've got a couple of nice pass rushers, but good luck rushing the pass. Against or, Oregon? When, when they're hammering the ball at you. Mm-hmm. I think they will pound this defense into submission. I, I did, Look, you know I don't like laying big points, but this jumped out at me, and I know what I watched. Maybe my bias has taken over. I, I loved Oregon in a spot here. And, again, quarterback, you want to – When you're laying big numbers, you can talk yourself into a few things. Hey, Bo Nix, Heisman, different things. Mm -hmm. If they get a shot to boost his numbers a little bit, they might. Hey, Troy Franklin, wide open. Take a shot. Yep. So I like Oregon. I'm betting Oregon.
1: I'm betting Oregon, too. Wake Forest Pitt. Now, you have the cap. Yeah. And I just want to get out of the way, clear out, (laughs) ISO, Go ahead, think, tell people how you're going to bet Wake Forest minus one and a half against Pitt, and then
0: I will join you. Okay. Um, it's, just, it's the spot. So if you if you go the choose-your-own-adventure route, you know, we took Louisville against Notre Dame, and it was a spot. And then we took Pitt against Louisville, and it was a spot. And we've mm-hmm. explained those things. I feel like it's the same thing here, except you got to take Wake Forest. So ultimate up-down theory, you get the magic of last week for Pitt, the feelings vase at the facility— new quarterback, off, off a bye week, turnovers galore, you win a big game. Well, now you go on the road to a Wake Forest team that decided they were going to take a shit in McLean Stadium in Blacksburg and got absolutely fucking destroyed. Uh, multiple quarterbacks got dinged up. They were awful. And, oh, by the way, little hidden note here. You know part of the reason they were awful, why that was such a weird score? The flu bug wiped out the team. It's going around. So you factor that in. Now if you're Pitt, you're feeling good. You think this is an auto-dub. You know who they have the next two weeks? Notre Dame and Florida State. So you a little bit of a, a look-ahead spot here. Oh, and it's homecoming. I just Oh, and by the way, what's the line? Like if Pitt's right and they're back and Wake is shit and they're not. Why is Wake Forest? Why favored? is Wake favored? Mm-hmm. I'm playing Wake Forest.
1: Homecoming. Yeah. I did some digging. Learned all about the Wake Forest Homecoming festivities. Because I got nothing to add to this cap. You're all over it. This is the spot. This is the play. I'm going to join you with the Demon Deacons. But they have a couple events I want to enlighten you about. Like the Harvest Carnival? Kind of. They have Party So Dear. Friday, they get like live music and drinks. And it's, it's a big deal. And then Saturday...
0: I well, got miss. the Sol Fusion band I see in the notes here. Yes. Who's the
1: Sol Fusion band? You can look them up. They do some stuff in the Carolinas. I think a Charlotte-based act, if I did my research right. Look them up. Sol Fusion. They're a party band. You got alumni, staff, students, everybody's invited. Signature event. It's the Party So Dear on Friday going into the homecoming game.
0: Is it is it Sol or Soleil? I don't, S-O-L. S-O-L-E? I think just S-O-L soul fusion nope that's not it i I don't i don't see them here if you click the link
1: on their uh, uh, even on the dock we have it'll take you right to them
0: i was really excited but not anymore i'm not they're not a latin funk band are they i don't believe so okay carry on anyway
1: but mike it's not just about friday you know it's about game day they have the festival on the quad that starts at 9 a.m Hearn plaza music Food, face painters, games, fun surprises. This is right off the alumni page. Fun surprises.
0: Fun surprises. And
1: when they open the gate, which is what they do at Wake, you know who's gonna be the guy that opens the gate? Who? Rhett Louder.
0: They're fired up. Do the rest of your cap to Soul Fusion here. <laughs> Let's get it. Is this them? This is them. I'm watching it on their website. Louder. Everybody knows him. They had a great baseball season last year. They got backup singers, everybody. Actually, they may be front singers. Wait, they are the singers. There is no lead singer. They got guys playing the sax in a tuxedo. You don't bet against homecoming. It's this year's version
1: of the Harvest Carnival. It's Wake Forest.
0: That's all I got. What's the next game brought to you by Soul Fusion? The next game. I mean, what on earth? Get me out of this. Please, please God. Please turn it please down. Please make it stop. Okay, all right, we're, we're back. We're good. Next game. The next game
1: is also a homecoming delight. What is this? Oh,
0: more Soul Fusion. This is unbelievable. Well, I don't think they're gonna be in Columbia, Missouri. Now they got the singers in the back and everybody's marching around them with their instruments. This is unbelievable. (laughs) This is... I can't stop the music. Help me. All right, we're good. We're good. We're out. I got to exit this page. It's chaos. All right, what what was the next game?
1: Missouri, minus a flat seven against South Carolina, 330 SEC Network, and you guessed it, it's homecoming in Columbia. Mike, I don't love a flat seven. No. But I love the matchup. This is not a look-ahead spot for Missouri because they have the bye before Georgia, so they can focus on this tasty delight of a matchup. And I'm
0: going to tell you, you're going to have to talk me out of betting Mizzou in that game. I'm betting Missouri. No, betting Mizzou when they play Georgia next week. You're going to have to talk me out of that.
1: South Carolina. Did you see what they did against Florida? Yeah, they shit themselves. Blew a 10-point lead in the last five minutes, and their coach went and kicked something and broke his foot. Correct, Shane Beamer. Fun times. Their defense sucks. The worst pass defense, not in the SEC. In the country. That's saying a lot. Now, we love the, the Mizzou passing game.
0: Luther Burden. Mm-hmm. What's that one dude? Pete Weezy or Theo Weezy or whatever. Their receivers are dirty. And it's Cook throwing them the ball.
1: Other side of things. South Carolina can't protect up front. Missouri got a pretty good pass rush. And, Mike, you don't bet against homecoming. They have decorate the district in Columbia this weekend. What does that mean? I'm glad you asked. Everything downtown, Mizzou-themed artwork and murals and storefronts, discounts, artwork, decor,
0: all of it. Decorate the district. All right, listen, the decor might be elite, but that doesn't get me to lay seven with Mizzou. I think they're winning this game pretty comfortably. Well, then you got to bet it. Yeah, I am. You are betting Mizzou. I'm betting Mizzou. Nice. Get me on board.
1: All right. You going to join me? No. Decorate the district. I can't Do decorate it. the Come district.
0: Come on. I, listen, I don't hate this pick. There's a piece of me that wonders, is South Carolina going on the road and about to get rolled?
1: Are they about that to loss be dead? That takes
0: a lot out of you last
1: week. And you wonder, like, hey, as, as fun as the end of last year was for Beamer, the Clemson win, he's got his program right. I don't have that vibe today. No. Not at this juncture of the season. And, Mike, you know how quickly this can go for a coach who's not in his first or second year anymore. Things start to get ugly. You're breaking your foot. Boosters are going, what are you doing? Do you have control of the program? Why are we blowing these leads? and then you get bombed and go into a tailspin. I think this is that bombing.
0: Not going to talk you out of it, but I'm not getting involved. I have a lot of – this is just – this doesn't make my top ten. What about a Mac game? Uh, Okay, when we were prepping this sheet, true or false, didn't I have a thing on here that just went, Jim, help me please God. Toledo, lay in two and a half. They travel to Miami, Ohio, 4 o'clock, ESPNU. This is the man living in a whale, blind faith game of the week. Because I would have to trust, as I put it in the notes, this seems way meaner now than when it's I typed it. It's actually really mean. When I'm trusting my diminutive doofus co-host here. I'm not short. I hate this bullshit conference, but Miami has a better QB and a better D, and doesn't Toledo choke and damn near every big game? Question mark. And I left it there for you. Yeah, and listen, and... Maybe I'm a doofus sometimes. I'm not diminutive. Well, they, they, diminutive implies I'm like 5'6 six over no, here. No, it's more like you get like diminutive is ba- like the little scat back out of the backfield. You are. You're Danny Woodhead. <laughs> you're Danny, Woodhead. Danny fucking Woodhead. You are. Honestly, a little Darren Sproles over here. <laughs> exactly. You just you know. I, but help me. This is your conference. I don't like this. But Miami has the better defense. They got a better QB. Uh, the, the receivers for Miami, Ohio, are deadly. I just. What am I missing? Why is this, A, why is Miami the underdog? And B, if everyone's betting on Miami, why the fuck is this number getting bigger?
1: Well, this could be an interesting little, like, teaching tool for people. So most people are betting Toledo. Most money is on Miami. We like to bet that side. But However, what... there is that reverse line movement, because if most money is on Miami, why was it a pick to start, and why are they getting two and a half today? Thank you. So again, fun with numbers. Everybody, we value the public and, and sharp data differently, whatever. The cap of the game says Miami to me. They're a top two offense and defense in the MAC. Their quarterback, Gabbert, yes, Gabbert, related to Blaine Gabbert. Brett Gabbert was a MAC champion at quarterback in his time with the Red Hawks. He's still there. They're playing at home. And I think the defense is the selling point. Chuck Martin's a defensive coach. Second run defense, total defense, first in sacks, third on third down. Like, I want to bet him with the points. But if you're telling me this reverse line movement stuff is, is no joke, I, do we just bet Toledo, who is the reigning Mac champs, who we talked about preseason as the favorites to win the Mac yet again? See, and hate- Mike, there's a reason it hasn't gone to a flat three. Is that the book saying... We really like Toledo here, but we don't want to give you a full three. And I hate Daquan F- Finn. I can't stand him. But here's the deal. Even if he doesn't play, they have a backup. They've been through this a time or two. It's a Gleason, I think is his name. They'll just go to the backup and be fine. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna I, I'm gonna go against what I initially put on the sheet here, I'm which was play him. Miami. Oh my
0: God. you talked yourself into
1: the other and side. I'm going
0: to go with the Toledo Rockets. No, absolutely not. No, No, no. Now no, I'm definitely I'm I'm not partaking. I'm out. I'm out. I do, listen, and I mean this with the utmost sincerity. I don't like your football conference. This is a big game in the MAC. These are six and one football teams. The MAC has never been worse. It's a bad conference, and when you bet on bad conferences with bad teams, bad things happen to you, and you deserve whatever happens to you here. I don't want to do this. That's fine.
1: ESPNU, that's prime billing for the MAC. <laughs> it's a big deal. You're just scoffing at it. I am. Let's go to oh, before we go night heavy. Yeah. Your Texas Longhorns, minus 22 and a half at Houston on Fox. That's a four o'clock kick.
0: Yeah. Texas by a million. (laughs) No, hold on. You
1: just got done selling me a week ago. Houston's playing better defense. This is a road game for the Longhorns. You're the guy who doesn't like laying points. This is north of three touchdowns. Are you doing the stupid like Texas is back stuff again? Like, Don't do the bravado. You don't need to do this. There's no bravado.
0: Texas off a bye. It's like a caged animal. They gotta be furious about what took place at the Red River shootout. They haven't had a chance to hit anybody else for two weeks. They're gonna go on the road, take on a Houston team who won on a goddamn Hail Mary last week. Holgerson's a clown. <laughs> and I I look, Houston's offense is awful. I feel like Texas's advantage up front, both lines, advantages out wide. I just feel like. They're begging you. I just feel like they're begging you to take Houston here. The line being north of 21 tells you a lot. Look, as I put on here, forecast calls for testicular pain with a side dish of gushing blood. I just, this is also, uh, this ain't going to be friendly. You know, these two teams, this is, hey, Houston, welcome to the Big 12. We're going to show you who daddy is. I'm not telling you it's the favorite play of the week. But I, I have distinct opinions about both of these teams coming out of that game, and I'm gonna stick to where I'm at with it. I'm gonna take Texas. If te- I will tell you this. If Texas does not do the job here and annihilate this team, you will not hear me say another word about Texas' back. This has to be a business approach here. You flatline this team. And that defense in Austin, that should have been a long two weeks for them with the way they played. The communication issues on the back end, the blown cover, The nonsense, bullshit. This is a week you take advantage of it. You do your goddamn job. Horns, turn them back up. Horns up. Let's go. Turn that
1: frown upside down. Turn Turn those horns
0: upside down. down. Cover a spread for me, you sons of bitches. Texas, I'm laying the points.
1: I'm staying away. We go night heavy. You're
0: probably smart. Yeah. We go night heavy. All right, this is where we begin. Our drive home in the Barnum & Bailey car (laughs) as we leave our broadcast to go watch college football together. There could be a pod, too. Maybe. There could be. It depends.
1: The first game I have chronological, if you
0: will. Yeah, hit me with
1: the Ole Miss at Auburn. Old Jordan Air. Number 13, Ole Miss, minus minus six and a half at Auburn, 7 o'clock, ESPN. I found a stat for this one that has nothing to do with football that I just wanted to share with you, All right, go ahead. Give me the old double box. What do you got? Ole Miss, the last time they won consecutive games against Auburn, not consecutive games at Auburn, just back-to-back, period. Nat King Cole's unforgettable album sat atop the charts.
0: First of all, Nat King Cole Christmas is elite. So I brought it up for you. Nat King Cole legend.
1: The year was 1952,
0: and I Love Lucy was the number one show on television. Now, see, that's something I could see you watching. What like that I even? that is just the most quintessential. 1950s white person program. You get done like, with the day of work, and Costa comes home, has his little <laughs> cocktail on his TV tray. He has his skinny tie on from the office, <laughs> and he sits down with his cat to watch I Love Lucy and start puffing Lucky Strikes right in his <laughs> living room. I just—I don't know why. I just—that's <laughs> the last
1: time old we'll Miss won back to back. I think it was you three You and your straight. wife
0: are having meatloaf with <laughs> stovetop next to it. I can see it, man. I'm sorry. You're good. I'm so sorry.
1: But I couldn't believe it. What do you mean? These two teams, like, they, they play in the same division of the SEC, and Ole Miss has never won back-to-back in 70 years?
0: Ole Miss has had some problems as a football program. I don't know if you're aware of this.
1: So then I looked to Auburn. Do I just bet Auburn at home at night, Jordan, Hare, and the magic?
0: I feel like the number tells you an awful lot. Here, here's, here's the problem for me. Auburn has no passing game
1: yeah they are terrible third down red zone passing the
0: ball the QB plays terrible if you forced me to play the game I'm gonna take the home dog catching the six and a half and by the way you want to feel better about it yeah 12 percent of the bets make up four percent of the money
1: so no one is betting Auburn
0: earth is on Ole Miss and I don't ever want to be on that side they just see what
1: Number 13, laying less than a touchdown against a bad football team at Auburn. Trayshawn
0: Junkins, they see Trey Harris. He's from the area too, by the way. They see Jackson Dart. They see good football team versus bad football team, less than touchdown, must bet. And you're not one of those robots. My issue is you are betting on a Peyton Thorne, Robbie Ashford production. And I I,
1: here's a football reason that I'm gonna upgrade my lean to a play. Oh no. Auburn does run the ball. They don't take penalties, and I believe they're the number one red zone defense in the SEC. So that's a recipe at home. Run. Don't take penalties. Hold them to field goals. Pocket your six and a half. War Eagle. I'll go Auburn plus six and a half. Me and three people in this country.
0: If I had to bet it, that's the side. I'm not going to bet it, but no, I Jim you're looking at it the right way and I, I can't make fun of you I just you know my thoughts on Auburn and and w-
1: I, I'm signing myself up for a potentially disastrous start tonight heavy yeah but, but I think a, it's the side nah, and we aren't
0: shying away from those plays the night heavy portion this is only going to get better we are whatever cuisine you want I'm catering you know you've got the top shelf beverage center whatever mm-hmm. you want mm-hmm. you have carte blanche just don't open up the bottles on the high shelf please <laughs> but
1: we're well, gonna- I can't reach them according to you. Diminutive <laughs> over. You have a step ladder. Maybe I can
0: reach them. Buddy, I got bad news for you. I can't fucking reach them. <laughs> <laughs> they're display for. They're, a reason. They're, they're, yeah, exactly. Display all Um there. No, we're going to have a quad box going at 10 o'clock. Okay. We're going to bet all four games. Um, all right, up next, let's just get to it. Uh, for some reason, it's on NBC. Number two, Michigan laying 24-and-a-half at Michigan State. Now, let me offer you a very nuanced cap for this game, and you can do whatever you want. My cap is as follows. as cranium meets an aluminum bat. Then as bloody skull meets accelerant and a match. There's your cap. Michigan. Part of me isn't sure. Are you
1: sandbagging or no. are you actually that down on this game? Just-
0: Jim. I'm not a religious man, so I can't say I swear on a Bible, whatever it is. Jim, I'm not sandbagging. I promise. Okay. Because you I feel like you have before. Jim, there's no sandbag. Our, our offense stinks. Our defense doesn't quite stink, but they're not good. And our special teams is a train wreck. Our coach may or may not be conscious. Our OC is a dickhead. Our defensive coordinator is welfare Santa Claus. I don't know if the kids are going to quit, and Michigan is a well-oiled machine that even though they haven't played anybody, we're nobody. It would take a, 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 a confluence of events so outside the spectrum of realistic and probable for MSU to somehow make this a game. I don't think stats apply in a year when you fire your coach. Michigan hasn't beaten Michigan State in East Lansing by more than 19 or 20 points since 1985, but in any year MSU's fired a coach, it, 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 it's curb stomp time sell it you want to bet msu yeah listen i do, I, do. I, have,
1: you. I have a whole bunch
0: go go nuance cap time go first of all
1: 28 percent bet differential we like that stuff we also like value sp plus gives you five points of value if you bet the spartans so we start very analytically very numbers all that stuff how about we talk football michigan state beats themselves Fourth quarter leads <laughs> on the road the last so, couple weeks. So did the coach. <laughs> I
0: hate it. I'm I walked so, right into that. Dude, I'm so Mike, mad. Mike,
1: your team had fourth quarter leads on the road the last two weeks. Okay, I'm aware. They, they beat themselves. They have committed 15 turnovers. It's among the worst in football. Penalties they've committed amongst the worst in football. They have done it to themselves. Otherwise. They're not as bad as you think they are. They're good in the red zone. They're good on third down defense, red zone defense, not red zone offense. They're good red zone defense, third down defense, run defense. It's at home. It's a rivalry. It's at night. It's black uniforms. It's a spark from the highest recruited quarterback you guys have had in a decade. Yeah, but he's it's it's 24 and a half. It's
0: MSU and it's the cost lock this week. Dear fucking God, Evan. Okay. Uh, first of all, you take the black uniforms. I wish they wouldn't wear those because the jokes write themselves. Oh, you're wearing black to your own funeral, huh? Look, the uniforms are slick. They're called thy shadows because the alma mater is MSU Shadows. They're sweet. I'm already going to procure a helmet and pretend that they didn't lose wearing it. But the point is, the best, the spark from the best QB recruit in a decade. It is 2013 is the time last out. time they recruited a guy better than this. All right, but t- timeout. Just work with me. Did you watch the Rutgers game? I did. I did. MSU produced 239 yards of total offense. Caton Hauser wasn't that big of a spark. A lot better than Noah Kim. Okay, but but, but again, and
1: again, it's I'm not
0: he's young and one start deep facing the best defense potentially in America. It's Michigan, it's Penn State. Mm-hmm. Jim. Everything you say lines up in a normal I'm not year. saying
1: he's winning a shootout against Michigan. I'm saying you're going to have to bow up in the red zone, bow up on third down, things MSU
0: has done this season. The problem is Bow MSU, up on the
1: run side because Michigan hasn't run over people. Can look, you contain them a little I bit? I know
0: how you can beat Michigan, all right? It's just no teams in the Big Ten are capable of really doing it. Maybe Penn State, maybe Ohio State. The point is, if you wanted me to do this, they would have to employ a game plan that they will never employ. And the game plan is this on defense. JJ, you're going to have to throw for 400 yards to beat me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put a fence up around you. I am going to have no less than five people rushing you every play. Yep. Now, that's and gonna, don't let them roll and out. It's, and it's going to include run blitzes. Mm-hmm. It's going to include if you can get Michigan into passing downs, I'm blitzing you again. But I'm keeping you in this pocket. You're not going to escape. You're not going to run on me. You're not going to stand back there and fuck around and throw a ball 70 yards down the field, I'm coming to get you. Mm -hmm. Now again, MSU does not have the intellect to do such things, they don't have the pieces. Our defensive ends, I mean this, I've been watching Michigan State football since 1994. I do not remember a time in my life where we've had worse defensive end play. Our defensive ends are complete nothing burgers. And when I meet, they don't push the pocket, they got no bend. They got no speed. They got no moves. It, 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 it is, it's, it's nonsense. But, Jim, if they load up to stop the run, McCarthy's going to have all day. He's going to kill him.
1: You have to pick your poison. Okay. And I think Michigan's identity, what they want to be, is a run heavy football team. If you can stop the run, MSU 32nd against the run this season, if you can slow down the run. Bring some pressure. If you get popped once or twice and then you get into the red zone, you got to hold them to a field goal. Something MSU has done very well. 20th in red zone defense this season. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like there's a football cap here that says, keep it closer, take your 24 and a half. That's the side here. I mean, the numbers, the emotion, all of it suggests MSU. Like, you think they've quit, maybe they have, and maybe I'm walking no, into it, but but Mike, I, I feel like this is the one game that you don't
0: quit. Jim, I don't think they've quit. I just think in this game, Michigan makes you quit. It's a, it's the ultimate compliment I can, I can pay to them, is last year's game, MSU was in it, you know, but Michigan leans on you. They lean on you. They lean on you. The field starts to tilt. I just... Look, man, this is the most important singular game in my sports universe every year. There's no, it's not, you know, Giants-Eagles doesn't even rate. Celtics-Lakers, whatever, nothing rates. This game is deeply personal because of where I went to school and where I live and the unholy assholes that that fan base are. And it's hatred. It's not dislike, it's hatred. Think about things you hate in this world. There's nothing in this world... I hate Michigan more than world hunger. I hate Michigan more than climate change. I hate Michigan more than, you know, I don't know. I hate Michigan more than any... I hate them. I hate everything. I hate who they are. I hate the colors. I hate what they've done to my school. I hate the way they act. I hate the way the media dangles off their sack. I hate everything. So it kills me to not be able to make a case for my guys. It kills me that I can't even go to this game. It kills me that I... I, I just don't feel it because Mel Tucker's libido and, and and idiocy ruined everything. I just, Jim, believe me, I love everything you're saying. And I, I I you know what? Privately, write down on a piece of paper and put in an envelope what you're betting on this game. And if State ends up making this a game, I'm going to give you that money plus what FanDuel's giving you. But I can't make the case for you. And I know you're going to go on the radio and you're going to rip me and make it like I'm sandbagging. I'm not. It kills me to not make this case. But
1: that's what's so confusing to me is, like, you are a super passionate person. You hate Michigan. This game matters so much to you. And then I hear you early in the week, like, I don't care. I'll find better things to do. I'm not going to
0: watch. Because it's the outer space. And I'm like, who are you? It's the outer space scenario that the coach has already fired. I don't ever in my life remember a time and MSU's had some bad coaches, but we fired a coach week 2. We're in this uncharted territory that there's no coach, there's no legitimate interim head coach, there's no one on this staff who will survive. And the I don't want to be old man yelling at clouds, but this transfer portal shit and the NIL shit has changed the way like I don't really feel a need to support my team because my team's not going to support me. Yeah, but they're <laughs> going to leave.
1: The thing you hate is also going to be your lifeline here. If the portal didn't exist, I think your program would be in a worse position because a new coach would come in and have to start from square one, as That's opposed to now.
0: That's interesting. With
1: name, image, and likeness, you have a chance to speed things up. So I get it. I on the front end, when a coach gets fired or a program goes sour and kids are abandoning ship, you go shake fist at clouds. This sucks but it's going to be that same thing that gives teams a chance in today's college football, a 12 team playoff with name, image, and likeness, start knocking down barriers to entry, speed up the turn,
0: the turnaround. Let me ask you a question. I can't believe I'm saying this. Yeah. (sighs) Is there a chance? Is there a chance we're living in a world where Michigan's nowhere near this good? And it's just that they've played the most embarrassing schedule in America. And therefore, the S&P Plus plays a role here. And that even though they're going to beat Michigan State, maybe it's more along the likes of 31-14 to 14 right. than it is 45 to 45-7 like I see
1: it. Yeah, I mean, again, they think it's a 19-and-a-half point game. Well, so who's one? S&P? Scott and s- Paul? s Plus. Who's the S and the P? I don't know. They think Michigan's the number one team in the country, yet they still don't think they're winning this game by 24 points.
0: You're betting. betting I'm
1: betting MSU. It's the cost of lock. I'll do it. Go green. It's going to be a lovely trip home. Frying pan. Known as faith. (laughs) 730 ABC, a game we will be keeping an eye on. Top 25 matchup. Number four, FSU. Minus 14 and a
0: half against number 16, Duke. This is the cap of the week, people, because this man convinced me in pre-show without convincing me. I just listened and I typed it. Go ahead, give him the cap.
1: Does FSU break 30 points? They've done it in every game this season, but if there's a week they won't, it's against Duke, who gives up single digits on the season. Defensive head coach, Elko. Big storyline is, is Riley Leonard going to play? He gave an inclination that he may. Mike, I don't want to dwell on it. He has an ankle injury. If he plays, he's still not going to be Riley Leonard. So much of what he does is he's going to get on the edges and he's going to extend plays. If he can't do that, I don't know that Duke scores very much against an FSU front that's going to be living in his face. Fair. So to me, this screams under. I don't have to worry about Leonard helping cover a number or FSU in a slog of a game covering a number. I can bet under 49 and a half and feel good about it. Under 49 and a half. The public is all over the over, but the sharp money is on the under. We are on the right side of a key number. We are on the right side against the public. We are on the right side with Duke's defense.
0: Love. I go blue devils. Love Seminoles under 50. Here's the other thing. My stock on FSU continues to go down. Really? I was super pumped to start the year. They got the big win over LSU. Then we realized LSU had a defense outside the top 100. Then we got all excited, and Florida State beats Clemson. But if you watch the game, they had no business winning that game. I know. Here comes Jim screaming, We play the games! The team who wins is better! (laughs) But my point is... Mike wants to determine it another way, apparently. Yeah, S&P Plus. I talked to Scott and Paul. They nailed it. But it, I, I just make a case to you. It's been a minute since I've been impressed by FSU. They had the sleepwalk against BC. And they were impressive escape. a week ago.
1: They beat Syracuse. They beat their brains out. Yeah,
0: whoa, beat Syracuse. That's nice. They there. didn't win
1: by 3 or 10 or 20. They went by, like, 30, 38.
0: The point is Mike Elko is one of the best defensive coaches in America. If anyone can come up with a plan, it's going to be him. Slow him down, mire him in the muck a little bit. Drop
1: eight, Do what you have to do. Because FSU doesn't
0: run the ball well. Yeah, and and, and while I would not touch the 14.5, I think the under 49.5 is super interesting here. And I think it's a hell of a good cap by you, and we dug into the numbers a little bit. I've added it to my board. I'm in on it. Let's do it. Done. Eight
1: o'clock, Fox, USC,
0: this Utah is going to be what we're watching instead of
1: Michigan, Michigan State. USC's minus seven, flat seven. You you put this in here, and I didn't realize this is a real conversation. Cam Rising may redshirt this season. Mm-hmm. Is that like a real thing they're considering?
0: Yeah, if you read some of the papers in Utah and you you, you do some searches for some you know college message What's it be like and things? thirty
1: years old playing. Well, the other football? thing
0: is Keithy, the tight end. They yeah, they were really banking on out. him with Kincaid look, gone. Look, it's a USC bounce back spot. It's a Utah team that's dog shit away from home. You get them away from Rice Eccles, they're not the same team. Pull it up. What are they away from home? No Bueno. Uh, it's going to be a ground heavy attack. And I, I just look at a Utah team where I, I, I still respect them, but how do you keep pace with USC here? USC's going to score. I, I just. Look, I know you have a note in here that goes, Mike, it's the numbers move to seven. This isn't a play at seven and a half. It wouldn't be a play at seven. It's a play. If I push, I push when this was four
1: and a half, five and a half, six and a half. I was like, eh, maybe, maybe bounce back spot USC at home. But Utah is Notre Dame. Notre Dame is Utah. They're going to play defense. They're going to run the ball flipping seven. I feel like it's, it's, it's one very, of those, I'm leaving it off the card. I feel
0: like it's one of those deals they are enticing you to bet Utah. And, and again, Probably. I want to remind you, when you take Utah and you take them away from home, I mean, hey, real impressive 14-7 win against UCLA. Real impressive against Cal at Rice-Eccles or Weber State. At Baylor, you had to escape and win 20-13 to when it was, you were losing this game, I think like 13-12 to before you scored late. Um, at Oregon State, giant nothing burger, 21-7. Uh, and the Florida win, I'm sorry. I don't think the Florida win really means a lot because A, you were at home, and B, it's Florida. I'm taking a shot here that USC is really not pleased. They understand they showed their ass, and now you're going to get a one-dimensional team coming to your place. Lincoln Riley challenges his club. I'm going to lay the seven. Can I give you a look ahead here? Yeah.
1: USC probably wins this game. They, they bounce back. I don't know what to do with the seven next week do you know who they play god team you're gonna overlook arizona no no they already played them my bad. it's a team off a of bye in the pac 12 that isn't particularly good but they're frisky they're physical they can run the ball after this week usc goes to berkeley and i don't know what the number is it's not out yet but i'm just putting this on your radar
0: Jesus, I that's would,
1: a halloween weekend i would need 17 upset special keep an eye on let it let me see if i can get you a number on that because i'm it's one of those deals where I think they quote figure it out this week, only to then clown car next yep, week on the road against a team with two weeks to prepare the hey, well, them. I'm not making it funny,
0: Jim. All I'm saying is I'm not saying straight up win. Although no, uh, this is just one. I, I gotta. I feel like I got a good handle on USC, and well, I want. That's I want what to I'm saying out.
1: is. I think you do, and I think I do. I don't think this team is great. They may bounce back this week. I do not think they're going to salvage their season. I got
0: USC at Oregon. I got USC yeah, They're not going to put an early line on the Cal game. It's
1: it's just not, it's not important enough. It's you, not interesting you enough. All right,
0: you ready for this? What? Tell me why we're not betting this game right now. The early USC who? Washington. What is it? USC hosting Washington. What do you think the line is? Three and a half. USC getting one and a half? What? You, you bury Washington, right? Uh, that's what. Yeah. I, yeah but again, our right, USC at Oregon. At Oregon? Yeah, what do you Oregon have? by four and a half. Seven. Okay. So they're, they're showing respect there. I'm going to show some respect there. Okay. You're going to take USC. Yeah, I am. It, 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 listen, like I said, I don't have any massive plays this week, but I like what I like.
1: This next game. It's 8 o'clock, Clemson, Miami. Clemson minus three at Miami. And I'm just going to get out of the way because I see exclamation marks and question marks and what's. and like, You went through a whole like, range
0: a, of emotions. Yeah, I mean, All I right. feel like, like a, a journey took place in this cap. Earlier in the week, I said, man, found maybe Miami's quit. Then you look at these lines and you go, how was this Clemson minus two and a half on the road? But then you start thinking about it. No one believes in Clemson. They have no explosiveness at all. No explosiveness on the ground, no explosiveness in the air. Cade Klubnick averages only six yards per pass attempt, which is a loud fart. <laughs> six big-time throws to 10 turnover-worthy plays, according to PFF. Clemson is what 125th in explosive pass rate. So you go, all right, their offense is a snooze. Then I look at Miami, and I go, all right, well, Miami is not really going to let you. They're not going to let you run it. The Canes D is pretty nasty, so if you don't have an aerial attack downfield, you're not going to be able to hurt them. Well, enter Broke Dick Clemson, presented by Hims, and you're <laughs> like, all right. There are two plays then. You either bet the part of the line that doesn't look right, which is Miami at home short dog, right. or I presented to you. Under 48 and a half. Yeah, I of the two, the under's more appealing.
1: Because as someone who bet Miami last week... Yeah, it was rough. Yeah.
0: That was I was rough. like, hey, I'll give
1: you the benefit of the doubt. Your coach made the worst decision of all time. That was rough. You're being punished by the books. I'll back you. Wrong decision. It wasn't great. And they've lost two
0: straight. Their season's effectively over. You do worry about quick But factor. do you agree with me that this... That, that, what scenario does this turn into a shootout? It Plus, Tyler it, Van it, it, Dyke, it by the way... Uh, Tyler Van Dyke, I was reading earlier this week, he may have been sighted on campus wearing a leg sleeve and a limp, and he may or may not play, and I'm like... So under. What's the
1: total? 40, upper 40s probably?
0: 48
1: and a half. Not terrible. The problem? is, everybody, Earth is uh, on okay. the under. Then just take it off the card.
0: What? You don't want me betting this? No, I don't think you should bet this. You only get to take one of these off the card. Miami? Plus the three, yeah, or under forty-eight and a half. You only can I take would rather one of play
1: them. the under if I was you.
0: Okay. If Dabo loses that game, does he officially go hot seat mode? Yes. His comments earlier this week, I gotta tell you. Losing's actually good, Mike. No, no, no. The whole we gotta thin out the, yeah, the bandwagon. Yeah. You know. Uh, hey asshole you have a sign at your practice facility that says best is the standard you're mad because people are pissed you at two losses before the leaves turned i'll go under 48 and a half i'll take miami off the board okay one I more appreciate game, you guiding me
1: one more game at night before the bully corner you have this here as a note arizona state plus 27 and a half at washington FS1 10:30 kick. I need the line to be back at 28,
0: but this is a letdown. This is a total letdown. Everyone's told Washington how beautiful you are, how sexy you are. What an amazing game that was. Arizona State has shown they can hang around with some of these teams when you're flipping three, four touchdowns. I you get me back to 28. I'm sure it will. You know, Penix is going to jump out on these guys. You get me 28 or more. We got to be on the Sparky. We got to be on the Sun Devils. And I just don't want to take 26 and no, a half No, 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 don't, don't
1: take a bad number. If you're listening to this and it's moved, green light at 28 and a half, not at 27 and a half. Penix also got hit up a little bit last week. Is there any chance that they're a little more cautious with him?
0: Maybe. Maybe. Another
1: reason to look to the
0: point. Look, I also just think it's human nature. You can't fire your A game every week. You no. can't do it. Uh, b- by the way, did we skip? We probably did. Oh, uh, we got to go to the bully corner. Okay, yeah, Bully Corner.
1: We have a couple games.
0: I brought one of these to the table because I feel like you're missing an opportunity. You've been hurt by these guys. They've done you dirty. But it's home. Mama's calling. Meep, meep. UTSA laying 3 at Florida Atlantic, 6 p.m., not on TV. You'll need this on an iPad. ESPN Plus. This could be great entertainment driving home from Mm -hmm. East Lansing. I can pull this up on the iPad for you. This is a meep-meep spot. Nobody wants them, yet the line is moving the wrong way. 12% of the bets, 31% of the money, UTSA, yet the line has gone from a pick'em to UTSA minus three. You've been the ultimate meep-meep guy. You've been the ultimate Jeff Trailer guy. hmm I just had to ask, what's your problem?
1: You make a good point. So I'm looking up Frank Harris. Six touchdowns the last two games, no
0: interceptions. Might be healthy. Still there. Year seven. Or I take you to the battle for the bones. You know what the battle for the bones is? What is it? Memphis laying six and a half at UAB. Noon on the deuce. The battle for the bones these two teams actually hate each other. More of a basketball rivalry. I was gonna say I didn't know that. No, they play for a stack of bronzed ribs. The trophy weighs like sixty pounds.
1: Birmingham, Memphis, barbecue
0: battle for battle. the bones okay. because Birmingham ribs are wet ribs, sauced yeah. heavily. Memphis is dry rub. Mm-hmm. It's the battle for the bones. This is a trophy Evan can get down on. Do
1: My you b- like? I love trophies and all the silliness sure. of college football sure the goof like the fight songs
0: but I here's love what i stuff. here's what i wanted to bring up to you what when you look at this game and i want to i want to make sure i pull this up do you know what the scores that get like do you okay start the cap with this will memphis win the football game
1: yes they, okay. they have to they're backed into a corner in the american they can't lose another game
0: so with that in mind now again we lost watson the running back early last week Time of taping, I don't have the status yet. You will have to- I would assume he plays. Okay, so when UAB loses games- Is it ugly? They get absolutely fucking destroyed. They lost by 20 to Louisville, they lost by 30 to Georgia, they lost by 12 to Tulane, and they lost by 21 to UTSA. If you believe they're losing, man, they're gonna lose. Here's the other thing. When I started doing some digging on the analytics, UAB's defense, they don't stop the soul. Okay. They don't stop you from near. They don't stop you from far. Isn't this a Seth Hannigan bounce-back game? He started that game against Tulane. Terrible. One for for nine. Then we get up 21-10. Then we drop four interceptions. Don't score again. Lose 31-21. I I wanted to offer you a, a redemption play, not only for the fun trophy, but a chance to grab Memphis. Or are we reaching... And we're laying six and a half on the road with a very mediocre team who might be down their starting running back.
1: I'm going to compare the two with Scott and Paul Plus. Get their thoughts. You and this S P p Plus or something else. UTSA, according to them, should win by three. So no value. Doesn't mean you can't bet it. They may end up blowing them out. Mm-hmm. Memphis, they think, is going to win by 10 plus. 10 and a half to be exact. Memphis. Memphis is the play.
0: Memphis, the bully corner. Yeah, all right. let's, let's add it through. to the card. I'm gonna join it. I'm gonna join you. i don't I don't love it, but I can't put it on the bully corner and then not ride with you. We've been doing it every week. All right, so, what we do every week, I run through the card. You tell me the play you hate the most, okay? And then you run through yours, and I do the same. Are you ready? Let's do it. And then we have to do oh, we have to design the night heavy parlay. Let me do it right now. This is going to be the Spartan Emotional Support Irresponsible Parlay play. So after, after the blood is dry on MSU's casket, here are the games. We've got an 8 o'clock. Oh, we got two 8 o'clocks. Oh, we got three, four eight o'clock. Oh, boy. All right, we're not doing Georgia State, Louisiana. We got Miami Clemson. We're going to bet the under. We got USC Utah. We're going to bet USC. San Diego State, Nevada. Now, Nevada's <laughs> lost like 14 straight football games. But yeah, the spread's massive. 13 and a half. Pick a, pick a total in that game for me. Then we're going to go with Arizona State, and we'll, we'll buy the points for sure. 28 and a half. And UCLA-Stanford, UCLA lay in 17. Oh, dear God, I don't like that. Hold on, we're going to do totals in the UCLA game. Hold on, I got under, this covered. Can we go under in that?
1: I don't even know what the number is. I just 54 think
0: like, and a half. Yeah, because hold on. Stanford's coming
1: off this explosion, but it was yeah. Colorado inflated. You know what else we're going to do? What? Under in the Washington
0: game. Okay, because it kind of goes with the dog. Under 61. So the night-heavy parlay. Type it out so we keep track of this. This is, this is egregious. We're going to go over. Oh, no, we'll go USC lane to seven. Can we just buy it to six and a half?
1: I yeah, mean, buy it to okay. six and a half.
0: Go USC laying six and a half, go Arizona State 28 and a half, plus the under in that game, 62 and a half. And then you go... uh, Stanford, uh, UCLA. Yeah, I don't know what to do with that one. Under. Okay, under it is. What's the total in it? Uh, 54 and a half. All right, perfect. Done. The desperation avoidance parlay. All right, here's my card. Penn State getting a four and a half. Wake laying one. USC laying six and a half. Under 48 and a half in Miami. Oregon laying 18 and a half, UCF getting 19 and a half, Texas laying 23, under 49 and a half, Florida State, under 34 and a half, Navy, Memphis laying six and a half. Which play do you hate the most? Texas.
1: Ro- road game, I more than it. three touchdowns. Give me give me your card. All right, you tell me the one you hate. Penn State plus four and a half, Air Force, Navy under 34 and a half. Yep. Memphis minus six and a half. Yep. That's the noon window. Yep. As we move throughout the day, Vols plus eight and a half. Oregon minus 18 and a half Wake Forest and Missouri both as favorites on homecoming Wake minus a point and a half Missouri minus the flat seven Toledo turned myself around a little hokey pokey I went Toledo minus two and a half there's the one take it off I hate that
0: play well bef- let me finish no no I don't need to hear the rest okay. I hate that play
1: Auburn plus six and a half MSU plus 24 and a half cost a lock cost a lock the under an fsu Duke rounds out the card at 49-and-a-half.
0: Toledo. Toledo's the one play where I look at it and I go, I think you're insane. And that's okay. Okay. People, rate, review, subscribe. We'll be back with you tomorrow for the pros, the whole bit. Let's see if we can keep it rolling. Be careful this weekend. I feel like a storm's coming. Take it easy. We'll talk to you tomorrow. That's Cash the Ticket.